future has been discussed at a council meeting right now, today. The council houses 3,500 people, but their rents are just 70% of the market rate and sometimes more than half of the tenant's income. The council can only discount the rent by 30%. And people in council housing can't access income-related rental subsidies because it does not apply to people in local council housing. Extending the rental subsidy to apply to our council tenants would cost $50 million over four years. Without it, the Wellington City Council may not be able to afford to keep this up. The upgrades will see the council face a $400 million shortfall over 10 years. And without the subsidy, there'll be a yearly deficit of $6 million. Yesterday on our show, Andy Foster said the housing, they said the council housing is financially unsustainable. Our special issues reporter on the Herald is Georgina Campbell. She's been following this and she's actually following it live this morning. She's been tuning into the council meeting. Good morning, Georgina. Good morning, Nick. How's it been going this morning? What, what's, what's changed? What, any news? Well, there's still um, in the part of the meeting where members of the public can um, make submissions to councillors. So we still haven't actually got to this paper yet. But it is going to be a really important discussion today because this issue is one that has sort of been ignored by previous councils. Like the can has really been kicked down the road in this instance. And now, you know, Wellington City Council is stuck with this really dire outlook for its social housing stock. What they will be discussing when they get to this paper is more about what they're going to do to make it financially sustainable again. And there are sort of two options on the table. One is the subsidy um, that you just spoke about called the income-related rent subsidy. So the council is currently in discussion with the government about that. But I must say they have been in discussion with the government about that, advocating to get the subsidy for some time now and have been unsuccessful. Um, But Andy Foster did recently write a letter to the minister um, sort of outlining very clearly the council's position. And I think that sort of kick-started discussions again. From the government's perspective of this subsidy, they're sort of like, well, you know, these people are already housed. You know, when it comes to social housing and public housing, we want to create new accommodation um, rather than subsidising existing um, accommodation. But the council says, you know, that the current sort of setup is unfair. The other option that the council has is to um, basically transfer a housing, its housing stock to a community housing provider, which is known as a CHIP. Um, and CHIPs do have access to this income-related subsidy scheme. But that's sort of um, difficult, especially for Labor councillors, I think, because they don't, you know, they want to stay in control of um, this, housing that, you know, the council has had for some time to make sure the tenants are looked after to, you know, um, have more control over rent and things like that. So I think they're sort of hesitant to... But then, um, move it into sorry to interrupt you, George, but that, they're not helping them, really, because they're having to pay more. If they were really genuinely concerned about the tenant, they'd want the government to take over because their rent would go down. Yeah, well, it, it's not necessarily the government, I, I suppose taking over, but a community housing provider calling the shots with a subsidy from the government. So I think there are are 
several different ways that a community housing provider could be set up, um, but it does sort of mean that the council doesn't have the control to keep this, the social housing stock and protect it. So the, gov- um, so the council is saying, well, we want to keep it. Can't you just give us a subsidy? You know, what, why do we have yeah. to transfer it to a community housing provider? I get that. Why is there so much reluctance, or have they even discussed it, just selling the whole lot? to the government and letting it be one provider of social housing? Well, it will be interesting, you know, to know whether or not those conversations are in the mix. Um, Obviously, the meetings that uh, Andy Foster and um, the council is having with the minister is sort of happening behind closed doors. So we don't have much of an insight into the type of things that they're talking about. But I think... Wellington City Council has a really proud history of being, you know, a significant landlord. Um, and unfortunately, I suppose they've actually, um, the council has let people down in, in recent times by ignoring this issue. But I think there is a lot of will at the council to turn that around um, and and keep keep that, you know, housing stock and, and that legacy. Thanks, Georgine. Uh, appreciate your comments and expert uh, advice as always uh, keep listening if anything develops during the meeting could you give us a yell we'll let you know Nick okay. <laughs> thanks it's Georgina Campbell uh, our special issues writer for the Herald